you gotta be delusional girl i was in complete delusion i didn't care i was like yeah i live in the city whole time i'm in a homeless shelter um being that delusional helped me manifest my dreams a lot i'm literally living in the city now but real you know <laughs> you to pr pronounce your name because I don't want to pronounce it wrong. Okay, so my whole name is Asia Tubari and everyone calls me Asi. Asi, love that. Okay, so Asi, thank you for joining me. You look beautiful. Thank you for having me. Um, so you were born in? I was born in Guinea, West Africa. Okay, and you, um, let's talk about that life or your life before you moved to Memphis, Tennessee. In Africa for a little bit, actually. So when I was like four, I, okay. I remember briefly, you know, um, being just so free everywhere, living in my grandmother's estate with like cousins and aunties. It was like definitely country village rural, you know, African, like small town kind of vibe. And then moving from there right to New York was like, night and day from you know the village to the big city that yeah. it was very it was very different for me really like it was very tight-knit you know we would eat together with our hands on the floor outside like under the tree literally so um it was like when Instagram started to get big I would post pictures of myself with different hairstyles modeling and going to college and then I realized like let me just focus on this because I felt like social media will become more lucrative. It was like night and day from, you know, the village to the big city. That was really That, that should be a movie. Oh, well, it is coming to, coming to America. <laughs> they should do Literally coming to America. Literally. <laughs> They should do like a, a girl version of that. That would be so cool. Like 19, I think until like 21, right before I moved um, and decided to take a leap for LA. But yeah, um, I was living alone. It was, it was scary going through crazy relationships with men. All I got to tell you, leave men alone until you make your dreams come true. No, I, that's my plan. I'm like, I'm not dating. I'm not like, I'm just... Focus on my dreams. Just dealing with guys. I got my heart broken twice, like back uh -oh. to back to back. It was like a truck hit me back. My to first, back. and I was like, "That's it." I'm like, "I'm hard it's, now." It's crazy. It's. I mean, I don't think enough people talk about that. Like, I mean, they you know they warn you against like specific relationships, but like the mental and emotional toll that can really have on you, and and how long it can take to heal from that. It takes a long time, girl. I'm still healing. I'm still going to therapy. <laughs> College, I feel like 30s is the best time to date because you're more of an actual adult. Like you're a person now. So now not anyone can come and like influence your mind and your mental, you know, like you'll be better off with the heartbreak or anything. But when you're younger, it's like, you know, you're still so soft and like malleable and stuff like that. So yeah, now you actually know if pizza has calling or not <laughs> huh right now right. you actually know you're like maybe pizza hut was actually calling at 2 a.m like no <laughs> you, like you'll know all the tips and tricks especially yeah. with tiktok now the ladies are like the older women they're spilling the tea and i'm like whoa like where was all this information before in between your senior year of 
your senior year of high school and your freshman year of college, you, um, you and your family, I believe, were, you know, facing housing insecurity. So can you sort of talk me through that? Um, what was that like? Was that because of the move? How did that, you know, come about? So it started basically when we moved from Memphis, Tennessee to New York. So, you know, my mom kind of got divorced. She had got married, which made us move from where we were. Memphis, Tennessee. I was like a senior, about to be a senior. I had just finished my um, junior year. And then we were moving to um, New New York. Like I moved to New York and they moved to like Columbus, Missouri. And I was like, I'm not going to Columbus. And we ended up moving to New York together because the marriage didn't work out. So in that point, like work, right? And then we had to leave because it just didn't work out, you know, some, you know, family issues and stuff. So we moved to the shelter. Um, At first we moved to like housing and it was like bunk beds in there. And um, we lived with like a different family, but it was in the city. So in college, I got away with saying, oh yeah, I live in a city. And people was like, oh, like, is your, is your dad a diplomat? Because one wow. thing about me, girl, I can go through any struggle, but you'll never be able to tell. You won't see it in <laughs> yeah, my you face. You probably look exactly like this, right? <laughs> I was. And I know it's not a superpower, but it was my superpower. Like, it didn't matter whatever I was going through. I was going to make sure my hair was done. I don't know how I was going to do, but I was going to get my hair done. My makeup was going to be on. My outfit was going to be cute and clean. You would never be able to tell what I looked like. And that was just, you know, something that I did to help me cope with a lot of the struggles that I was going through. I kind of leaned into self-care and beauty, even though it was just appearance. And now as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that I have to dig deeper mentally and clean and like make sure everything inside is stable and not just looking good on the outside. See, because I was just always coping with my appearance on the outside so people wouldn't know what I was going through. So we ended up living in two different shelters within the year before they gave us an apartment, like before we got approved for our um, subsidized housing in the Bronx. So we lived in one shelter where it was like an apartment, right? And we was living with another family. Um, They gave us like EBT for food and I didn't, it wasn't the best situation, but I was like, you know, we got a place in the city. Talk about having like a positive mindset. Like at least we're not in in Kansas. (laughs) Literally, it was delusional, but sometimes you gotta be delusional. Girl, I was in complete delusion. I didn't care. I was like, yeah, I live in the city. Whole time I'm in a homeless shelter. We ended up moving to one in the in Brooklyn and that one was the worst because it actually looked like a homeless shelter Uh and it was just like right around the corner from my little sister's school that they were going to and like they were embarrassed because people knew like you know that they were homeless and you know that was hard for them to go through but at the same time I I still had my job where I was waitressing so I was going to school homeless going working so I could keep up my little image. 
Wow. It, it was, it was hard, but I knew it, we would come out of it eventually. And that when we came out of it, I was never going to be in that situation again. So as soon as we moved, we finally got granted our, um, our housing, subsidized housing. I was like, I just remember one day I didn't have enough money to get on the train to go to work. And I just cried because like I was looking for pennies and like coins. All right, stop. Sorry, my cat is just on me, scratching me, stop. Okay. Um, I just broke down with my mom and was just like, I'm tired of being poor. Like I was just crying. She was trying to find me um change to get on the to get on the train and I was just crying. And from that moment, I was like, I'm always going to have money. I'm always going to have money. And that, that's when I found Hooters. I applied the first time. I didn't get hired. I waited like six more months and I applied again and they hired me. And then within six months, I was Miss Hooters, New York City. And, you know, I just, whatever happened, I did not break. I broke on the inside when people were growing up, my mother, she, you know, she was battling cancer. So we were constantly moving around. Right. So I understand like that embarrassment that your sister faced or just even like, you know, even the delusional aspect too. Um, mm-hmm. or, you know, and you were like, I can't be numb to certain circumstances because I'm used to like playing pretend, so to speak, but today how are how as you know you've gotten older how do you think that's changed like are or are you still like living in the city <laughs> you're like oh, girl, i'll always live in the city <laughs> girl i'm literally living in the city now but for real you know, <laughs> live in the, you know in the luxury building for real um being that delusional helped me manifest my dreams a lot but i'm at a place right now where it's like okay you can't be 70% delusion and then 30% reality. I'm trying to let my complete reality catch up. So it's like, okay, the delusion helped me get here. That was good. But I have to make sure my mental is perfect. Like it's good mentally. You know, I got to make sure my finances are up there with my delusional standards. Okay. So you've been modeling for 10 years now, I believe. Yeah. Wow. Since I was 17 years old, did my first photo shoot. Now I'm 27. It's been 10 years. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, okay. 10 years of modeling. What have you, how have you seen the industry evolve? Because I, I was reading online and you said, you know, especially like as a dark skinned woman, you, was it internal? Like, you know, were you fighting like internal insecurities about like, you know, being a dark skinned woman or was like the industry sort of like, you know, causing like external boundaries? Um, both. Grown up as a dark-skinned woman, you know, you hear the colorism everywhere. I'm, you know, I'm African, so the lightest was always considered pretty, the, the flicker of the hair, everything. So I, I heard it from in the household, you know, being skinny too, you know, being a skinny African woman, it's like, you're supposed to be thick, big, big butt, big breasts, like, so I would, my size, I was too skinny. I was too black. And it's just like, like, where's, you know, where's the room? So it was, I'm not going to lie. It was hard for me to see beauty in myself growing up. Even though people told me I looked like a model, I didn't really think I was pretty. I started wearing makeup in high school because I was insecure, but then makeup became, um, 
my like art, it became another coping mechanism for me. Like when I would do my makeup, it would feel like I was traveling somewhere different. I became someone different when I did my makeup. So whoever I became then wasn't dealing with my problems, you know? Tell that you are a very dynamic woman. So where do you think you're headed or where are you headed? Um, with your- um, I am happy to be a very, very successful entrepreneur. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, I'm going to be a boss, have several businesses under the brand that I created, Asi Iman. The, my ideas come to life and make a lot of money and help people do this. Other people do the same thing. And, you know, the girl that was delusional, but on mm-hmm. something, right? She was, you know, living in a housing or she was living in a homeless shelter, but she always knew deep inside of her, like, there's more to my life or like, you know, this is just the beginning. What would you say to her? I would say, keep going, you know, don't let people around you who um, might not have your best interests at heart. And it might be hard to figure out who's who, but stick to your art. Your art is going to make you a lot of money, you know, stick to your art. Um, Stick with your delusional mindset, but just make sure that your reality meets it. Like they come and they balance each other. You know, delusion is not all bad. Just make sure that you're making sure that your reality is just is just as up there as your grand ideas, you know?